0: Hello, my friends, a feature conversation with our friend Manny Montanagrino. Hey, let me invite you to get the video version of this conversation. Go to rebelnewsplus.com. Click subscribe. It's eight bucks a month, and you get the video version of it and the satisfaction of knowing that you're keeping Rebel News strong because we don't take a dime from Trudeau, and it shows. All right, here's today's podcast. Tonight, a feature conversation with our friend Manny Montenegrino about Justin Trudeau's horrible, no good, very bad week. It's September 27th, and this is C.S. from the yes Vance Show. Shame on you, you censorious bug. What a week. You know, Trudeau a week ago was battling the greatest democracy in the world measured by population. I'm talking about India, which is now just not just the largest democracy, it's the largest country, full stop. It has now exceeded China in population. China is, in fact, slowly declining now. And I think that India's prospects for the long term are very positive because it has the rule of law and bureaucracy and the English language and and they have independent courts and property rights. It is a flawed country, as every country is. But in the long run, I would bet on the democracy against the totalitarian authoritarian country. Of course, India has to be strong because it is the great regional counterweight to China. This is on the minds of every strategic thinker from Joe Biden to the United Kingdom, which is why they are all baffled at the fight that Trudeau started to pick with India. That was a scandal, but that scandal was completely replaced with the next scandal, of platforming and praising an actual SS Nazi officer. Just incredible. Trudeau scapegoated his speaker of the House, Anthony Rota, who resigned yesterday. Just absolutely incredible. Joining us now to talk about not just the domestic political ramifications, but where this puts Canada in the world. Joining us now for another great feature interview is our friend Emmanuel Montenegrino, CEO of ThinkSharp Manning. Trudeau said that all Canadians were humiliated by this Nazi in Parliament. There's some truth to it, but I didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. No, It was no, the government all- that humiliated yeah. us. I, I I didn't feel like I did anything wrong. He did it. Yeah, no, it's
1: always uh, when Trudeau makes a mistake. Now, uh, you didn't have to even Google this guy. We knew that Russia was one of our allies against Nazi Germany. So if someone, and this is in the Second World War, if someone was fighting Russia, it was probably Nazi Germany. So how it even... I mean, I don't care who it was. I didn't have to Google him. I knew from the outset. If you're fighting Russia and Russia was one of our allies in the Second World War, it's probably a Nazi, and and it proved to be so. So, so it is. Listen, Ezra, how many times has Trudeau done something absolutely atrocious and blamed others? And we're talking about we're talking about um, positions that were never. Always sacrosanct in Canada, and never part of the political. Um, so, Attorney General of Canada, Jody Wilson-Raybould. Never in the history of Canada has Attorney General been thrown out because she was doing her job. Right. That was to. That was a person thrown. I mean, I was appalled to know that the Attorney General of Canada, that was upholding the law for Canadians, was kicked out to save Trudeau's uh, a butt. Then you have Michael Wernick, the, the 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 Privy Council, the 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 Chief of the Privy Council that represents all bureaucracy that is supposed to be unbiased, admitting that he was biased in favor of Trudeau, and he went out in shame yeah. to save Trudeau's butt. Now we have the Speaker of the House again, supposed to be an unbiased person sacrifice. How many Canadian, prominent Canadians, uh, if I were to do a list of the number of Canadians who were thrown under the bus to save Trudeau's mistakes, ineptitude, and 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 frankly, disgusting acts. The We Charity thrown under the bus. His best friend, Gerald Butts thrown under the bus. I mean, they're, every Canadian, Canada was thrown under the bus when we were told we are a genocidal country. I mean, how many people are going to be thrown under the bus Does all that just so Trudeau can maintain his ineptitude?
0: Yeah. You know, I learned a, a new word in the last year. It's actually sort of a made-up acronym. I'd never heard it before, but I think about it a fair bit now that I have it. I, you know, sometimes something's going on and you don't know how to express it because you've never heard the word. And you just get a word and now suddenly you can see it where you hadn't seen it before. That word, it's a made-up word. It's DARVO, D-A-R-V-O. And it's an acronym, if I remember it correctly. It's DENY accuse and reverse victim and offender. And it's a psychological manipulation trick. If, you, if someone is doing something awful to you, and you challenge them on it, they deny it, they accuse you of doing it, and they flip right? the victim and offender, Darvo. And it's it's in psychologically abusive personal relationships. And I think that Trudeau is the master of Darvo manipulation. Another word for it might be gaslighting. So yeah. Justin Trudeau is caught For example, being credibly accused of sexually assaulting Rose Knight, the woman in Creston, BC. So he denies it. He says she experienced it differently. Okay, he he didn't quite blame her. But blackface, he, he, and in this case, I, I guess a better example would be he's always apologizing for what other people did, but never for what he did. So he'll exactly. apologize for what someone in the past did, which is not really an apology. It's a way of raising himself up and showing that he's morally superior. But I note, Manny, that he did not apologize. He didn't say the word, I apologize, or I'm sorry, at all during this That's whole right. Nazi thing. Sorry, over to you. Yeah,
1: yeah and I understand he met with uh, with uh, uh, this uh Nazi. I uh, he's met like it, it's amazing. Uh, Trudeau has met with Joshua Boyle. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Yeah. In his prime minister's office. This is a Taliban guy. Right. That was charged charged with assault. I mean, Trudeau likes that kind of stuff. Um, right. I mean, he, he, even even if he, Omar Khadr fought very hard for his charter rights, um, it seems that if you're on that side of the spectrum trudeau has time for you Uh, but if you're a good old truck driver that simply brought food to us and we're called heroes they he has no time for them Mm -hmm. so it is i i think i think it goes like if you i i don't know if there's an acronym for this but if you take the most perverse factual situation and show tolerance to that most perverse Factual situation. You are a better person. So if you're and we're getting there with this grooming, what's happening with children. If you're if you're tolerant of these people, then you are a better person. And that's what it's all about. It isn't about. The, the issues at hand it's I'm a better person and then it comes and flies in your face and that's what happened in the House of Commons it, 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 it's a travesty of what happened mm-hmm. I mean I, I can't believe and you know Canada has fallen Ezra every time we meet I think Canada is at its low mm-hmm. and it's lower each time mm-hmm. I cannot believe what's happened to Canada we are a laughing stock Russia is saying see we told you we told you they're harboring Nazis. They're praising Nazis. We gotta stay strong. He has, you know, the nine point five billion dollars that Canada spent to help Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That was all lost, and all that goodwill went to Russia with this stupid act. Yeah. We lost. We blew nine point five billion dollars. I think the world now sees, and what are we doing, Ukraine? This move that Trudeau has done or failed to do is is has set back ukraine i think
0: historians will write
1: this was the turning point of mm-hmm. the support
0: for ukraine i mean there there have been neo-nazi uh, militias in ukraine the azov battalion is the name of one of them and zelensky and his defenders say that's that's not most people that's marginal, they're not as bad as you think. Like they've really downplayed sure. it. And, and by the way, I don't believe that most Ukrainians are fascists. I simply don't believe it. But this was, quote, proof. I mean, this was a propaganda coup for the Kremlin right. who can say, look, yeah. we always said they were Nazis and there were Nazis. I mean, and not just new fascists, but a 98 year old man who actually fought under Hitler right. like you couldn't you couldn't have made such a thing up they couldn't have dreamed it up over there in the kremlin that they were right. handed this gift from trudeau you're right he did a great disservice to his purported ally vladimir zelensky
1: yeah and and poland if poland has now distanced itself from ukraine has basically asked for a prosecution of this man. Uh, I, I mean, so so Poland is now totally offside with mm-hmm. Ukraine, are not going to help. It, this is the beginning of the end of the Ukrainian war. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, and I think a lot of people, because Trudeau loves to grandstand. Trudeau mm-hmm. loves, now Ezra, we have to be very careful with history. If somebody makes a mistake once, we go, oh, a mistake. Mm-hmm. But remember, Trudeau did this with Saudi Arabia, with with um, uh, the journalist that was in jail and his name escapes me. And Trudeau wanted to show the world that he was the charter rights right. leader. And Saudi Arabia said, cut off all ties, cut off everything. And the world basically sided with Saudi Arabia. We were alone. And now we're alone again. And now with India, we're alone again. I mean, we, Trudeau has, has, because he wants to preen. Ezra, I'm going to make it very simple for you. If you have fundamental values, you don't fall into these situations. If you are a preener, a virtue signer, and just want to look good at the moment, well, get me some old Ukrainian guy, and we say we fought in the war, and I look good. Mm-hmm. No, if you have fundamental values, you say, hey, hey. hey. Let's check this out. Yeah. Like because you but Trudeau hat everything is a show. Yeah. Everything is optics. Everything is a sentiment. Everything's let me jet around the world so I can tell everybody about global warming. And it, it's all optics. And if you don't have a fundamental base, everything ultimately collapses. And that's what's happening with Canada. We have no fundamental base. We have no fundamental ideology. We're rudderless going through the ocean and we don't know where we're landing. And we have nothing. And, and, and it's a terrible situation because Canada is, was a principled, strong nation with lots of core values that saw us through from one prime minister to another, whether he be liberal or conservative, the same core values. Freedom yeah. of speech got us through. Mm -hmm. Every prime minister understood that. Every prime minister understood the rule of law. Everything. He has made Canada rudderless.
0: Yeah. You know, I was thinking, other than Ukraine and Cuba, are there any countries with whom Canada has a stronger relationship now than before Trudeau took over from Harper? And I can't think of one. I think, for example, Germany, which said, look, we need help to get off this Russian natural gas. That's the real Russian weapon, is there... They, they sell a third of the energy. that And Trudeau said, no, there's no business case for selling our liquefied right. natural gas. Really? The whole world. I mean, they signed a huge deal with Qatar. I think of every, it's, Georgia Maloney, the new prime minister from oh, yes. Italy. Trudeau has a, a meeting with her and thinks he'll lecture her and sure. shame her in public in their first meeting. And Meaning, I mean, leader after leader, he's so petty. I remember when Jair Bolsonaro, the former president of Brazil, was elected. Trudeau wouldn't even congratulate him because he's too right-wing. He's so petty. And by the way... Most countries ignore Canada now because we're not pulling our fair share in NATO. Trudeau has nothing thoughtful to say. I don't know if you remember this clip from the G20. He was asked, what was your contribution to the G20? And he oh, said, nice. well, here, take a look. We'll show you the clip. Hi, what did Canada contribute? Okay. Uh, as always, Canada is a strong voice uh, for inclusion of uh, gender language, uh, inclusion of uh, indigenous uh, reflections. Uh, but all throughout, we made f- sure. sure that countries around the world are focused on growing the economy in inclusive ways. That's Canada these days. So if you're, if you're a world leader and want to know that we're using gendered language, Canada's got you covered. But if you want to be serious about energy or military or economy, just skip Trudeau. He's not really interested in it either. What an embarrassment. Yeah.
1: And you can say that about the United States of America. The United States of America is not taking Canada seriously. The media is not exposing this. But there is a very weak relationship. Biden is ignoring Trudeau, and rightly so, and so is the American administration. So if you look at and you're absolutely right, Ezra, and I'm going to tell you something, Ukraine, like anyone that gets close to Trudeau is um, finds himself in deep, deep trouble. Ezra... No one takes Justin Trudeau seriously.
0: No country does. You know, Stephen Harper, I think, got Canada punching above our weight in foreign affairs. I think even Barack Obama, who was so opposite uh, to Harper in many ways, he respected Harper enough that he actually didn't kill the Keystone XL pipeline until... After Trudeau was elected, I don't know if you remember that. I mean, yeah. Obama was against that pipeline, and he was contrary to Harper, but he respected Harper and their working relationship enough, not to insult him by killing it when he was PM. And and I think that Joe Biden walks all over Canada, and Obama walked all over Canada, and Harper. Every country in the world at least knew where Canada stood, and. And he, by the way, took on Putin in his own way too. Remember when he met him at a at a meeting and he said, "I'll shake your hand, but don't invade Ukraine or something." He wasn't childish about it. He was. I don't know. I think Harper carried himself with a dignity that made Canada look bigger, and it didn't make us look like, "Hey, I got fancy socks on." The socks thing's a little old.
1: Well, it actually, as it also has to do with the fact that Harper wanted Canada to be a petro superpower, right. you know, right? So now think about this, Ezra. We go, look at Saudi Arabia. It's got 30 million people, and basically it throws its weight around the world. Why? Because it has it has a huge oil production, and the world understands it, and it walks around with swagger. Now, what swagger does Canada have? We have lots of oil, but Trudeau says that oil is never going to leave the ground. So the only swagger that Canada has is its rule of law, its charter of rights. And Trudeau trampled on them two or three times with the unvaccinated, by stripping away their rights, by seizing bank accounts of people who donate $20, and by using the War Measures Act against uh, which is now called the Emergency Act against peaceful protesters. Yeah. So we can't even we can't even swagger around the world that we have got a wonderful rule of law and charter of rights to protect you. We admitted that we're a genocidal country. Right. So we have nothing to offer the world. We have no oil reserves to show economic power. We have no credentials with respect to our charter of rights and how we treat people. We are a genocide I mean China's not a genocidal country, and they're killing Uyghurs all the time. But we are—we're the only self-admitted genocidal country, and now we appraise a Nazi. Yeah. We have no economic, moral weight around the world. Period. Isn't
0: that interesting? Now we've been yeah. talking about foreign affairs, but I want to back up for a second because Trudeau had another problem on his hands between India and Ukraine, and this Nazi they dug up. And that is about a week ago, they called it the Million Person March. I don't know if there was quite a million, but boy, there were tens, maybe hundreds of thousands all across the country, a lot in Ottawa, a lot in Toronto. We had 14 journalists in seven different cities covering these folks, and it was about parents and their kids worried about their children of tender years being taught radical gender ideology, being taught they can change their pronouns, change from boys to girls and girls to boys. And you can you can be tolerant of different sexual orientations for grown adults making their own decisions. But the, the focus on young kids, I think, is what really prompted parents to become protesters for the first time in their life. And the organizer of these massive protests was actually a Muslim man. And I think we saw members of the Muslim community and other immigrant communities who were generally a little bit shy about joining protests. It was a very multiracial, multicultural protest. And I think the iconic image for me was a Muslim woman wearing a hijab, holding a sign over her head, going from memory, it said something like, Don't trust anyone who says to keep a secret from your parents. And and right. we used to we used to teach that to kids. Don't take candy from a stranger, don't keep secrets right. from your parents. And now the schools are saying that. Here's my point, Manny. Justin Trudeau put out a tweet condemning. Yes. I'd say there was at least 100,000 people across the country, maybe more. And many of them were ethnic minorities who traditionally are liberal. He called them transphobic, homophobic, yes. hateful. Sure. And in a way, that's just as big a bigger crisis as his Ukraine or his India stuff.
1: Yeah, no, he well, he does this every time. And I don't know why people are not calling him out on it. The, of, where, if you have... A million people. Let, let's go back to the the protest, the truckers' protest. One Nazi flag, <laughs> and I, you know, there's some discussion of whether it was planted by a liberal or not. But let's forget it. That one Nazi flag was enough for him, for Trudeau, to paint the brush that everyone was a Nazi, everyone was bad. All these these are good people trying to get some and, and following good science. But he paints the brush, and and yes, with this million um, a person march, uh, Ezra. In addition to what you said, what's more important than the teachings of kids is the inserting government between parent and child. I think that was the biggest issue. It was, you know, the teaching stuff, we'll get into that, but please do not come between father and child or mother and child. And that's what the Muslim community, the Christian community, and normal people say it's wrong. But now because we say we don't want government between, we don't want our child to be taken away and hidden from us because they might say something to a advocate teacher and we lose custody of our child that's horrific and we're entitled to talk about that it's the same thing with respect to the vaccines you know it was clearly proven that vaccines at the time when trudeau trampled on truckers rights did not stop infection so it's okay to say wait a minute i don't think these vaccines work and we were they were all labeled you know, Nazis, anti science, and he does that. He takes perhaps of the million march, there may have been one person or two persons or a few persons that were just evil and transphobic, and that becomes all. And he does that yeah. every time. And it's just annoying because it ends proper discussion. And if you don't have proper discussion, you don't have good ideas. And if you don't have good ideas, you don't have good policies. And If you don't have good policies, you don't have a good country. Yeah. And he does that.
0: Now, I noticed yesterday that a prominent Muslim Affairs Council put out a statement basically telling Trudeau to stop insulting their members who were worried about This sexual ideology. And listen, it's just a tweet and it's just a statement. And I put it to you that most Muslims don't follow their official political leadership any more than more more Jews or Italians or Greeks do. So I, I wouldn't overstate the importance of it other than Trudeau has had a lot of the Muslim vote locked up for a few elections. It was sort of his counter approach to Stephen Harper really had the Jewish vote and the pro-Israel vote. And I think Trudeau said, I can't beat Trudeau. I mean, Trudeau really thinks about ethnicity and voting. I think that's why we got into the pickle with India and the Sikh extremist issue. I think it's why uh, Trudeau cozied up to this Yaroslav Hunka because there's a He thought, well, there's domestic politics at play. And I think Trudeau really emphasized the Muslim community, and it was very successful for him. And now Mm -hmm. he's calling them homophobic and transphobic. And I think for the first time we're seeing a pushback. I think Trudeau is in trouble at home and abroad. Manny, I remember when Trudeau would get in a pickle. And he would fly down to New York to give a speech to the UN or he would fly off to some meeting and he would get all the love. He would sprinkle foreign aid around and everyone would love him and he would be away from those pesky reporters and the troubles of home. Now, whether it's at home and the trans issue or abroad and, you know, he's stunk up the joint on foreign affairs or this latest thing, I think Trudeau is actually a bit miserable. I don't think he's having he, fun anymore. He has no place to go. Yeah. He has no
1: place to go. I mean, if, if, if in Canada, I, if the media doesn't show this, but I see it on the Internet. You know, When he goes to a meeting, there are hundreds of people yelling terrible things at the yeah. Prime Minister. Uh, and every event he goes to, he sees that. When he goes abroad now, the last G20 meeting... He was pariah. He met the, re, re, the media didn't report. He met with no one. He mm-hmm. met with no very. I mean, I saw the few mm-hmm. people that he met with. And I couldn't even name you the countries. So it, it, he is a bit of a pariah. People have understood Ezra with India, which is a huge thing. You did make a good point that that the world is moving away from China to India. India is going to be perhaps. I'll call it the savior of what could be if China becomes a world leader. India is the the great counterbalance to that. We need India on our side. Hmm. And Trudeau, for his own political gain, decides to throw India under the bus for some obscure little issue. Now, Ezra, India has the common law and, and Canada has common law. It dates back to 1215 Magna Carta very simple. And Trudeau doesn't understand, doesn't understand what it is to be a Canadian or be a rights advocate. We saw it with the vaccines and so on. We saw it with the emergency act, but now he's doing it to India. Ezra, you know this, and most lawyers know this, that there are two principles, many principles that stem back to 1215 Magna Carta. And one of them is that the accuser has a right to see the case, and the accusers entitled to a speedy trial. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we have those protections: if someone is falsely accused of something, they don't want to be the community being preyed upon and pointed and finger pointed. Mm-hmm. They want to clear their name. habeas Corpus as is what you're talking about. Exactly. That's the Latin
0: word. Show me the body. Do you have the body? Show me the yeah. proof. That's what that means yeah. in Latin.
1: Right. So here now he sends. He gives an allegation that we've never seen in history, unprecedented prime minister up in the House of Commons and blames India for a murder. Mm-hmm. And then he says the next day, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You can't, you yeah. cannot, if you understand natural justice, it goes back to 1215, India has it, we have it, UK has it, America has it, is that is if you lay an allegation against someone, you have a duty mm-hmm. to lay out the whole case right. and right. you have a duty for a speedy trial because you can't leave these people hanging. He's leaving a whole nation of 1.5 billion people hanging. He makes this terrible allegation, then walks away and says, I'm done. I don't want to tell you about it. They're entitled to it. India's entitled to every bit of information. Yeah. We're entitled to it. We need to know right away because we need to
0: clear this. You know, I remember when Trudeau came back from India and he had, it, it, it was very poorly, everything was very bad about it. There were no success. But he came back to Canada, and he had sort of a group of meetings with former politicians. Tony Blair of the UK, Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand, Santa Marin of Finland. I think, I'm trying to remember the names of some of the others. Most of them had been run out of town from their own countries. Jacinda Ardern left in a shambles. Her party is about to be nuked in New Zealand. Tony Blair... You know, I I think he's very poorly regarded in his own country. Um, Yeah. I think he had that meeting because those are the only people willing to hang out with him. And maybe he's thinking, well, I might be an ex-prime minister one day, too, and I need a gig. I don't know. It it felt sort of sad that he couldn't get an important meeting at the real country meeting, but he could meet with all these ex-leaders who, many of whom are in disgrace. I felt a little bit sad. Where is he going to go, Manny? Do you think yeah. he'll ever retire? Do you think he'll ever resign? His dad did. He went for a walk in the snow and he yeah. resigned. Do you think Justin Trudeau has that kind of Discipline or or self control, or
1: no, absolutely absolutely not. Everything's about Justin Trudeau. He's a narcissist, he's a sociopath. Everything's about him. Uh, Ezra, let me throw something out here. When you say he needs a gig or something to do, uh, I'm concerned that of the $9.5 billion uh, that is kind of washed through. A pretty corrupt country we've already seen in the United States that they removed some Ukrainian leaders because there's a lot of financial corruption over their money right why why is it we're not talking about is that happening to Canada right. and here's in it's any of that 9.5 <laughs> $9. billion dollars fining it to Canadian politicians and particularly yeah. uh, Justin Trudeau Wait, can we ask that question and, and the reason why I ask that Ezra there's, I, I, I'm fact-based, and if, if it's there in history, it might repeat itself. That's where I go. Right. When Trudeau was a nobody, a nobody MP, and nobody even cared about him, mm-hmm. he was a public speaker. Do you right. remember that? Yes, I do. Right. right, and he went and spoke at high schools. And during, I'm the only one that tweeted on this and looked at this, but when he went to these high schools, he, and he's a he was the youth, uh, shadow minister. When he went to those high schools, he got paid for them. Yeah. And they Up said, well, that's grand all right. Pop.
0: It was right. absolutely money laundering. His speeches are yeah. not worth 30 grand. It's teachers, unions, and all sorts of people right. were putting down chips. Of them. It's it, like when Hillary Clinton bills three quarters of a million dollars for a speech. You, you already know what she's going to say. It's You're just right. handing her money. But it was a, worse, right. Here's one that? thing that nobody, nobody
1: looked at. And that is, he expensed his right. travel right and to his mp budget he double billed he double, built. And, he double built. right and when when senator uh oh, why my name is escaping me uh duffy was right. in trouble with his expenses he then volunteered to pay it back because right. he knew that he could be on the hook right so here's a kid a brand new mp that that basically double billed knew what he was doing B- billing the making money as a speaker when that's what MP should be doing, but also billing the expenses twice. Then yeah. he becomes prime minister. He took care of Gerald Butts's expense account right. of one hundred ten thousand, right. and he paid that back. Right. And he then he then he found guilty of conflict and and because he took a what maybe a two hundred thousand dollar vacation free, and he got. Down to that. So there's three instances. And then what did he do when COVID hit? What was the first thing that he did when COVID hit this great pandemic? He got into a wee charity. Right. Basic basic fraud. That was his first thing. How do I get money to my yeah. family? Yeah. Give these guys billion. Yeah. So a billion dollars. So Ezra, anytime something happens, he's looking to benefit himself. Yeah. And there are those are four provable instances yeah. where he's tried to financially benefit himself. Are you telling me that I can't ask a question, yeah. is any of that $9.5 going to be a Biden type of money back to Trudeau? Has it happened? Is it there? Where is it? Why can't we ask? And this guy has a propensity and has done it at least five times yeah.
0: in the past. Yeah. I mean, China... Knew this about him very early, and so they managed to find ways to give money to the Trudeau Foundation and, right. it, uh-huh. you know, and to his brother, uh-huh. accepting a check. The amount of money sloshing out of Canada in the name of Ukraine that is not being vetted is much larger—a a, a multiple, a uh, hundred times larger of what's going on with China and how much is flowing back to the big guy here in Canada. We don't know. And I don't think we're we, going to find out with the kind of docile journalists that make up most of the no, press gallery.
1: N- yeah, no one's even asking the question, is yeah. it possible? And no one's even saying, I'm saying, given this guy's got a pattern and we've now cited five different events and to include the Trudeau Foundation mm-hmm. and family with the WE Charity. But, you know, like To me, the WE Charity was not about the charity. It was about I actually believe that that this 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 pandemic was a a, a killer that was gonna kill millions if you believed the lies at the beginning. And his first thought was, yeah, let's forget about vaccines. Let's, let's, how can I get some money yeah. from the one billion to my you're family? So right. how, who does that? Who thinks of that when possibly a million Canadians could be dying? He, we were last to get the vaccines and kind of we were fortunate in that yeah. way. But, yeah. but, but, but you know, so 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 he was thinking, how do I profit? Hey, everyone is talking about the pandemic. Hmm. Let's do this. We charity, give a billion dollars to my family. And all. That's where his mindset is. If you don't think that's happening in Ukraine, well, okay.
0: Okay, yeah. the, facts, yeah. the facts don't point it. Well, we need an Auditor General uh, with teeth. Hey, I got one last question for you. I mean, it's been a bad week for Trudeau, and I would put it to you that it's been a bad year. And I think that for a lot of people, the fever broke when the truckers stared down Trudeau and he panicked and he brought in martial law. I think if you look at the polling numbers, he's been trending down ever since. And I think the truckers also helped renovate and rejuvenate the Conservative Party of Canada by getting a new leader in there. So the combination of Trudeau overplaying his hand and a new conservative leader. And I, I feel like we're on the right trend poll wise. But So many things can happen between now and election. I got one last question for you. Do you think Trudeau will indeed contest the next election, or do you think he will be shown the door perhaps by his own MPs? What is it, resignation or election battle for Trudeau?
1: That's a great question. Uh, With most other leaders, I mean, you look at what happened uh, with Brian Mulroney. He understood by the end that that he was toxic Uh, and so off he went and brian Mulroney is more of a pragmatist and i don't know this question's a hard question because trudeau is not grounded in reality Hmm. he is an he is a narcissist he is a sociopath look what he's done to women look what he's done to everyone around him i think he only sees himself so that's a tough question and you know what uh, if I were in Vegas, I wouldn't put any money on either side because I just don't. I think he could be so narcissist that he would. He doesn't see the pain of the common. He doesn't see what, what Canadians are going through. He, he really doesn't. It's all artificial. It's all about him. Do I look good? How do I look? And and that's, uh, that's uh, I don't know. And I don't know if there's any strong people in the Liberal cabinet to put an end to this. Uh, Certainly, when I saw uh, Minister Gold, I mean, it broke my heart. Hmm. This is a woman who said that her parents were, uh, (laughs) or grandparents were survivors of the Holocaust. I mean, how dare you be loyal to this man? Yeah. Like I, I, Maybe it's Italian in me, but boy, if I were to dishonor my family that way, I would walk out of that party and I said, I brought dishonor to, my, to the Jewish community, I brought dishonor to my family. I mean, my family didn't go through the hell that the Jews did in, in, in the Holocaust. And to dishonor and to be loyal to Trudeau and be part of this, I don't know how that happens. But yeah. it does. So yeah. so I don't think there's any strength in the Liberal Party to say, okay, bud, buzz off. Yeah. You've had your fun. Move yeah. on. I know um, by the way, the- yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Well, that happens in the Conservative Party a lot. So we hmm. say buzz off, move on. We know what it is to, 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 uh, to be principled. but uh, again, when I looked at Minister Gold and I you know my heart broke for her because yeah. how dare you? How yeah. dare you do this to your grandfather, hmm. your grandmother? How dare you do it to your family? Like just have but there's no principles. there's no this is why everything falls apart with hmm. the Liberal Party now. I don't, I, there's no foundational values. It's all, it's all for Gazi, you know, whatever we believe, it's all virtue signaling, it's all sentiment. So, you know, so it's hard to say, Ezra. I mean, I don't, I I don't know. I, 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 this is the one that I can't, uh, I can't, I can't uh, come to an opinion on. Hmm.
0: I wonder if Mark Carney, who's sort of hovering around, is still interested in the prize of the liberal leadership. I mean, that's another thing. You can't beat someone with no one. If you got rid of Trudeau, who's there? I mean, I think Chrystia Freeland is so unlikable. She makes Hillary Clinton look charismatic. I I think Mark Carney is probably saying, do I want that mess? I don't know. I think we'll, we'll continue to follow it closely. And if the trend continues, there will be trouble ahead for Trudeau. Although, my God, that Jack meets Singh props him up. Listen, Manny, it's great to catch up with you. Great. As take always, care. we've covered the waterfront. Folks, we've been talking to our friend Manny mountain the CEO of Think Sharp. You take care, my friend, and keep in touch. Take care. Thank right you on. very much. Take care. Bye-bye. There you have it. Well, that's our show for today. Until tomorrow, on behalf of all of us here at Rebel World Headquarters, to you at home, good night, and keep fighting for freedom.